uh, uh, so Louisa, mm-hmm. uh, um, so romantic, Tim. So your romantic. uh, your uh, your hand is getting close to mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. look, look at you, look up at you, and, and blink. You know what that means? Are you Tim? like forcing me? You like forcing me to kiss you right now? Blink, is that blink. is that what's going on? Blink, blink. Uh, blink, blink. You know what that means? Uh, I do, and I I I just right think that uh, yeah, I just ate beans, and oh, um, okay. and I'm I'm, a, I'm really afraid that you're gonna like taste no. beans in my mouth. Oh, it's gonna be fine. Just don't mind that Italian chef guy. This is a night. It's a Yeah, I don't know hush, where he's hush. coming from. Yeah, sorry. Uh, just, the, mm-hmm. What is 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 there like uh? You like is, my, mm-hmm. Is there like two swans fucking over there? No, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. This is Look. like it's like you almost set up a really romantic thing for yeah, us. Uh, I didn't do anything. I promise. Blink, blink. Look at my lips. Do you like okay. my new lip uh, gloss? Just, just a little kiss. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was that good? Was that Again. Good? 
This is a single life. That was maybe the most awkward first kiss. Um, She's so into him, and I can't figure mm-hmm. it out. Well, <laughs> I you know I, what I, we like what we like. We like what we like. Yeah, we like what we like. And you know, and Tim comes off of, of in some gruff way sometimes, but he's he uh, Tim kind of seems like a lovable a lovable commer- I can't talk a lovable yeah, curmudgeon. <laughs> My mouth feels weird because I was drinking coffee, y'all, and I didn't realize I had soap in on the cup, and I was going, why is this coffee tasting weird? And I realized I was just drinking dish soap. Now I'm all foamy in the back of my mouth. Riveting. <laughs> oh, please, mister, let me talk about every ailment ad nauseum. I, I, I just... I, I can talk about it, but I, that's not me on the show. You just went in. You no. just went. You just went into something about you talk soap. about it on the show all the time. <clears throat> not familiar. Excuse you, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's early. It's not that early. Pete, you poodle yield. I got up at eight fifteen, and I want to say a lot. That's not early to a lot of people. But I'm a night owl, so it is early to me. Oh, but to, this oh. is reality gaze, and this is single life. Episode seven. I didn't uh, get the name. Season, Did you? season. Well, let me look it up while you're while you're doing that. This is season uh, four. Four. Episode seven. Um. All right, we're gonna talk about stuff in the world today, as well as single life. So be sure to look on your time codes. Uh, love it. Uh, Debbie John Qu- tells the truth. Oh my fucking god! God. <laughs> These stupid names. Did he? Did he? Uh, did he? I don't know. I've got to say one thing. Thais's revenge is sweet. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. We're gonna... she's, she's, she's just sharpening her teeth. Good for her. Good for her. This was a good episode. Uh, y'all, we're going to be talking a little bit. This is We're recording this the day after the Super Bowl. There was no 90 days, so y'all had a break. Uh, what did uh, you do during Super Bowl poods? Um, I watched, uh, I was watching Love is Blind. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very good. And it's coming up, y'all. Season six, we have, we have screeners. So, yeah, y'all, uh, it is, we are recording this on February 12th. Our, all six of our episodes of season six that have been, that have been dropped, um, uh, they drop on February 14th at midnight. Ours drop on February 15th at midnight. So you have a mm-hmm. whole day. Please don't ask when our episodes are coming up. Are coming out, you thirsty fucking dick pigs. Give us 24 hours. <laughs> th- no, 24 hours. Then it will be there. Our producer, Christina, We we she's having to work from the motherland because we from forced the Philippines. her to. We forced her to. Um, and so, like I said, go work for the Obsessed Network if she doesn't like yep, it. Go, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're hiring, I hear. Which, we, y'all, we actually we can say now we we did, can talk about it. We did record a collab with Joey and Ellen. We recorded. From, I it think last not. Week. We on it's going to be on their podcast. We're talking about the last episode of Frogging. So Hider in my house. Hider in my house. Which I was terrifying <laughs> yes i did drop y'all as y'all know one episode what took place in the hometown of ardmore i did call my bubba and i did get some inside information on that that i do drop uh on their swamp talk which is talking about 
or maybe I did on the episode, but we talked about that. We talked for like four hours with them. I don't know how their yeah. editor is going to edit that. Bless their heart. There was a lot of stuff where, where one of them said, yeah, cut that out. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I can't that. That. A lot of that. A lot of that. But uh, we had a ball, so we kept. It was and- so much fun. We're we're just like we're all in the same family. We're all we're all theater people. We we're, we we get each other. They will also be on our show soon. Um, we're it's a it's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So we're very happy to yes. to have them in the family. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, I think not is their pod. If you want to check that out, okay. Well, I took my painting class. Thank you for asking what I did during the Super Bowl, and I enjoyed it. It was me and 10 other women, ages. Um, there were there were two younger girls, I think, that came as friends. I think yeah. maybe this was like their Galentine's gift to each other. That's something sweet. Like that. Yeah, and then there was... Then there was another young girl who was there with her mother. And then everybody else was just uh, uh, women in their 50s and 60s. I loved it. I I sat by a woman named Miss Donna. And Miss Donna and I, uh, Miss Donna's the type, she had beautiful nails. And before we started, she said, "Uh, can I get some gloves? I'm going to need gloves for this. And she was the only person (laughs) there in gloves painting. I love her. That's fine. We are friends. Um, just a curiosity. Did have you paint it before? Never, ever in my whole life. Did you, do you consider yourself, are you good with art? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I mean, go, going for I, it. I thought that um, they asked if they had any experience in art and the, uh, uh, or drawing well, or anything. Great. And I said, I've done makeup artistry. And she actually said, a lot of times makeup artists are really, uh, she said, "You might find that you have a talent at this." I said, "Well, we'll see. I have no idea." Are you learning? Are you learning like classical technique of painting figures or right now? First? This is more. I think this class probably will be more abstract, just because. Well, right now we worked on color blocking, and so it was just actually, which was interesting to me, mixing the acrylic to get the color that's yeah. correct for a shade, a tint, or a tone. Art people know what this is. A lot of people are going, what the fuck is this? It was stuff I've never heard of or thought of before, and because it's at Lachma, it's great, because we do the class, and then the last half an hour, we go into the museum and look at what we talked about in the class that day. Oh, nice. It. It's wonderful. I'm a I member. Love it. Can I get that for free? No. I'm a member. No, you still have to pay for the class. Well, that sucks. Yeah. It's, I, I, what, do I, what do I get for my money? You just go there to pick up guys that are into <laughs> art. That's it. And that's what you get. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. It's fine. Mm. Anyway. I want free things. I went, I, I went once, once to their, were their, one of their members' jazz nights, but it was a bunch of, a bunch of old gay guys trying to pick me up with no money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're Didn't sti- like that. We're still, I think in our mindset, you and I, in our brains, we are, we are museum gay age, but we're actually not, we're not, we're, we're actually still too young for that. Yeah. And like that's I said, a, these were these weren't, these weren't gays with money when I, when I was there, I no. think they go to the openings, the openings, you've got to go to opera things for that. You've got to go to like. I don't know. Yeah, but they're the old opera gays are really, really like, baggy. Yeah. They're like wear they're like wearing like Edwardian clothes. That's and what that's, you're gonna do. It's a step above. That's where you're headed. 
<laughs> Do you not see it, Miss Debbie? That's like where your head is around my you neck. You are Miss Debbie. You are going to meet. You will date a guy and call him Ruben the Cuban. I can feel it. It always feels vaguely uncomfortable when she says it. I know. And when I kind of wish he refers just... himself to it. It just feels a little. <laughs> I I don't know if it needs to be blank the ethnicity every single time. <laughs> Poodle feels, the Caucasian. Yeah, it feels weird. Um. Anyway, Super Bowl. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the thing that everyone's talking about. What? The commercials. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, sure. That's what Actually, everybody's no, talking the about. The Wicked trailer. I didn't watch the game. Um, I didn't watch the game either. I watched my, the halftime it show. Was really? It, it was in. Uh, it was in. Um. Overkill. Or um. No. Um. Overkill. Last time, talking about where the game ends, but it has to go. Oh, overtime! It went into overtime, overtime, and then someone threw a basket at the last minute, and it went in. It went in the the bucket. Yeah, and they won. I I want to say there's a there's a lot of people very excited today, and there are a lot of people who are very upset. So, uh, my my trainer is big Forty Niners fan, so he was he was feeling rough my nephew's a big kansas city fan so he's very happy yeah but they won like three times the last four years (laughs) that's why you and i aren't good at sports because we're like wait this person hasn't won they need a chance i know i'm like they should they should win too everyone should win i am that person if i'm at a game and they one team has won like 10 times and the other one has me too i say well they should get a shot and all the straight men just look at me like stupid gay wad well I don't know. I I just someone's win like the last four years, three three times in the last four years. I don't know. Yeah, I I <sighs> it, we're enraging people by talking about this. We are, we are, but, we are. Um, uh, I loved the halftime show. Um, God, I, I forgot about how I think we all forget how important Usher was to our generation. It was a yeah. lot. He was everywhere. I was like, you know, the only thing I loved all the dancing. I loved the marching bands and. Was the audio the best? No, it never is. It never is. Um, but I loved, I loved, the, I loved that he he led with dancing. He made it a love letter to Atlanta. Had all the fucking Atlanta crowd there with him. Jermaine mm-hmm. Dupree and Ludacris and uh, nice to see Ludacris is so and Little hot. John. He's got a great Instagram. Um and I went Little John, <laughs> Little John. He did say um H E R and her. And oh, is roller it her? Skate? Yeah, it's her. Oh, I, I thought don't it was H E R. Well, why does she have the periods after? Because I yeah, would people, go people H-E-R. say her. Oh, people okay. Say her, her, yeah. her. I've been calling her H E R this whole time, and no one corrected you. No well, you one can count corrected on me. me. <laughs> Nancy, there you go. You can count on me, no matter what you do. You can count on oh, no. me. You're doing this morning show, and you're like a little <laughs> woo. Yeah, I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. But um I Me love too. that my fire alarm went off at four AM. Oh God. Um Alicia Keys, let's just skip. <laughs> she looked great. She did. She, she looked did. fantastic. She had a little bit it. of a vocal stuff. I what I enjoyed about Alicia Keys is she looked fantastic. I liked but her piano. <laughs> I, I liked whenever her and when her and Usher were singing together, y'all. 
Find a man who looks at you the way Usher looked at Alicia Keys. No, it's true. And My it God. A, it was a kind of like a really intimate moment for a huge Super Bowl thing. I... I forget that Usher was a part of, you forget that he was really, truly a part of my sexual awakening. Because Confessions came out when we were like 20, I was 24. Yeah. It was a big deal. So I was 25. You were 30. <laughs> you were 30. Yeah. Anyway. Um, God. I, and thank you, Usher, for taking your shirt off. That's what we all yeah, wanted. Yeah, that was really good. That's what we all needed. And then um, you came out in Starlight Express style. Roller skates, goddammit. It was... I loved all the dancing. Great. I loved all, like, the... They were, like, doing the the Atlanta dances. Did you notice that? Like, the kind of, like, the, the kind of stomp, the step dances? Oh. They were doing those. I didn't now, but now they said it, yes. Yeah. I And the sound wasn't great. That said... It never is. He sounded good. Like, at moments he when did. he was just singing on the mic, he sounded... So, I don't... Yeah. He sounded really good. So, very he talented man. He did? And <laughs> let's say, let's say, let's, let's, let's leave it at that. <laughs> we, this pod knows your feelings about, yes, yes. Alicia Keys sings flat, y'all. That's it. Father's poodle. I mean, I don't love it, it either. Father's a lot of people. I don't love it. <laughs> I will say this. If she was a folk singer or, or, or a different type of singer in the songs, the, it wouldn't, the pitch wouldn't bother me. But it's the it's the it's the genre she's singing in, which is pitch focused. Because you have to be in the pitch and then go off of it. She never really gets there. No. <laughs> That's all I'll say. That's all Paul Poodle's gonna say. You can um, send your letters to me, Reba. We need to talk about Reba. She sang the national anthem. She A did. Lot of she sounded. Taking she sounded great. She started that song solo. Well, I don't, I will say I don't think Reba sings high very much anymore. I think she's I mean she's getting up there. Yeah, I was just I'm under the belief that oh, if God. you I mean she's 68. <laughs> when you start when you if you if you have a t if you can go up on land on the free or whatever it is. If you can go up on free, I think that song has started too low. Unless you're Whitney Houston. All right. That's that's what I believe. Anniversary of her death yesterday as well. Actually. Oh. Um, yes. Yeah, so was it the best Reba? No, but it was still Reba. And she looked great. It was it was great. Um, um did you see the who sang the I cause I didn't watch any of the Super Bowl, y'all. I just Googled stuff to watch later. Yeah. Didn't Andre Day. Andre Day sang the with black the voice and sing. Oh, okay, okay. She's great. I didn't watch it. I should. Okay. So, anything else from the Super Bowl? I don't think there was anybody else there really worth mentioning, or any. There wasn't anybody else that was exciting for people to see. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we we talked about it. No, I'm kidding. Swiffers are screaming right now. Oh. I didn't watch the game, so I didn't watch. So we Taylor. don't know anything about yeah. Taylor, y'all. I don't didn't know. How, I don't know how much they focused on her. I don't know. So I, I saw. I'm sure there was stuff at the end. It was great. You know what? Fuck all this, because the most important thing was not football at all. No, it was that the Wicked trailer dropped. Wicked Part One. I wicked know, One. I know. Well. Ah, ah, 
Ah. <laughs> it was different. It was a different riff. Um, I like it. Hold on. Someone's knocking on my door. I'm of two minds. I'm interested what you because I they're going to do something different because it's a movie. But I bet a lot of w- wicked purists were a little uh, were just that that yeah. was not what they expected. I think it's a bold move. Um, what did you think overall? Uh, let me just say finish what I'm talking about by the riff Sorry. though. Why it's a bold move? Don't actually think it's a great advertising mood either because. Um, that that riff ah, is heard at the end of every single advertisement for the show. When Everything go see Wicked on Broadway yeah. and at the Garrison Theater. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, I for me, I would have told her record it like record it like you want to do it first, and then record it like it's done every other time, and we'll, we'll let you do it in the film, but. We're going to have – it's and also, remember, the audience is a football audience. It is – or just every audience. Mm-hmm. It's everybody. It's not just theater. So yes. it, was, it was an interesting – I – the way it looked, I think they included so much of what I think is in part two of the movie in the part one trailer because there's no way we're going to get to Dorothy in part oh. one. I forgot that they're doing part two. I don't like that idea, but whatever. So it kind of felt like they were trying to show too much of what the movie was going to be. Mm. Um, I think I was I I think Cynthia Rebo looks even better in the green than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little confused at Ariana Grande's look. It looked I think I mentioned it looked cheap. Um, mm. I, I thought the CGI part looked beautiful. Some of the stuff that I that saw, I thought, I'm a little worried that this is going to be too return or the marvelous Mr. Oz that James Franco was in. It feels a little like that because the, the God, musical that isn't bad. that at all. Um, so my it looks, I'll of course see it. And there wasn't enough Jonathan Bailey for me. Um, but Did it get anything get you excited from it? Like excited to see it? Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to see it regardless. I it. Let me tell you, I'm not the audience for this movie, but uh, I it's theater, so I want to promote it, and um, I'm happy that it's getting a big Thanksgiving release. I don't love the show. It's, it's not my not show. A, it's not a show for me. Um, no. And uh, I could give you a lot of nitpicks which i'm not gonna spend time doing that now y'all they die at the end in the book because real life happens sometimes (laughs) we don't get what we want and a witch gets melted and the book is very dark and i love the book i loved the book yeah um the 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 musical mickey mouse is a lot of the book's themes i think Um, that's what yeah the the book is the book is for adults and the musical i feel like is for kids i i disagree with that um the movie, the musical is supposed to be for everyone, but what Winnie Holtzman did was make the musical about friendship. It is friendship moving when two, they sing for good. That song is moving to me. Yeah. There's, there are at least six to seven really, really, really good songs in that score. And then there are the wizard songs. <laughs> <laughs> there are the wizard songs. 
Well, anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Cynthia Revo and Ariana Grande do what they do. Um, yes. We'll see. I, I, but I, everyone had lots of opinions. Um, so I, I'll, I, I listened to that riff a couple more times, and I was kind of like, okay, it's starting to grow on me. It's it the fact that it didn't that it went down before it went up is what kind of freaked me out. Um, mm. Because I've heard, because a lot of alphabas do their own riff. That that is common, but that's yeah. when people who see it on tour a lot. If you've only listened to that recording and heard it in Menzel, you know it that way. And uh, and actually, I don't. It's, it didn't bother me because I mean I know the Adina Menzel, but. I never really listened to that recording a lot. I saw Eden Espinoza when she was in L.A. Yeah, but that's one time. Nerlo. But, I mean, that's, yeah. that was kind of my first memory of it or experience of it. Oh, you didn't listen to the recording? No, I didn't like her. A lot of it. Wow. I don't Boy, like it. Y'all, we got a wicked hater. We got a wicked I, hater on the well, podcast. Here's the deal. I Send your letters to Matt Marr. Lover as an actor, I do not like Adina Menzel's voice. I think a lot of people would be with you on that. <laughs> I, so that's why I never really Christian yeah. Chenoweth love, but I and I love her as an actor. Well, you're saying some subversive I, shit. I think she's a great actor. I just don't love her singing voice. Are you talking about Adina Menzel or or, or Christian Chenoweth? Adina Menzel. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, send it to the Matt Marr, not to Poodle. Yeah. For for once, it's not Poodle. It's I'm me. just like I I I can get into it. I sometimes. love her though, and I want her to have. All the success. I'm glad for Frozen. She deserves that after Tay Diggs cheated on her. Good for her. Well, you know, after the the infamous Frozen at the Oscars, when she when everyone's like, oh fuck, she can't sing this song. Um, and uh, she went to the Liz Calloway school in New York, and they they fixed her up. And she's she was when she was doing that if then thing on the Tony, she was that little soft palate was going up and down like someone sucking dick in a cornfield, Mama. Yeah. Well, good. Maybe I wish I want the best. No, they for her, finally fucking taught that. her to sing. Her voice was her voice was so trashed oh, that oh, from oh, rent, we don't have, we don't have rent, the wild or... party. Yeah, boy, this is Benedictina himself pile on. <laughs> She's fine. I think I do have a little bit. Let's. I'm I'm bringing it back, and then we're gonna end this. Move on. Um. Y'all, you can come for me if you want. I do think it is related to my my first boyfriend, boyfriend, puppy love, whatever. My freshman year of college that I dated for nine months, he loved Rent. It was his favorite <laughs> musical ever. And every time, red we, flag. If, if we would fight, or I would shut like, up, shut tell him up. Something he didn't love. Shut your he mouth. Would go in the bedroom because we shut were roommates, and he would start crying. He crying, run in the bedroom, and just blast Rent at the top. <laughs> So I just used to hear that Adina. is the baggiest thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> so when I hear Rent and I've Adina had a Men lot of gay sex, <laughs> that's what I think of my boyfriend just upset at me. And I hear, I refuse to drink milk at Summerland. And I'm like, oh, God, fucking diet. Because that, uh, that was his favorite song. Over the moon. Boy, that explains a lot. <laughs> Y'all, if Over the Moon is your significant other's favorite song, you need to run. That's, that's why I don't love, like, in Enchanted, I loved Adina Menzel in that. It's just, I think the singing thing, I realize that triggers Holy me. fuck, Over the Moon? <laughs> I need to get over that. That's a joke song. That's a joke song. <laughs> 
What's wrong with you? Not me, him. I'm saying, no, something's wrong with you. You should have known. You should have well, left. Well, I did, and I got out. I did. No, you should have left the first time you heard it. <sighs> well, we didn't really start fighting about till about five months in. And I'm I was gone by to, nine. But I'm he was my roommate. To, it's where I lived in Denton. I'm trying to imagine <sighs> being in a gay relationship as your freshman year. Well, we moved in as roommates, and we were already kind of fucking, but then we started dating. And or your I went, sophomore year. Or my sophomore year. I'm sorry. My sophomore year. But we just moved in as friendships, uh, friends. We had fucked around a couple times, but we were just friends. Um, and I think he, this is a terrible idea. He had a huge dick. Yeah. So I got I, a little dickmatized, I but. college should not be the time. College should be the time where you are Fucking, listen. You're well, fucking lots of people. We were well. Well, this is also North Texas. You remember North Texas? Didn't there's not a lot of gay people, especially I get when you're under 21 and you can't I go to gay you. bars. Yeah. So y'all, it was my first time to have butt sex. He had great, great dick, and we were roommates. And then we started, but then like, two, I pulled a poodle because we and it was this nice house. And two months in, we were roommates. And then we said, well, let's start dating. And then like a month into dating, I went, oh, this was a bad idea. I got to get out of this. But I had signed like at least, so I had to wait like nine months. Wait. Yeah. You broke up with him and had to stay nine more months? No, I couldn't break up with him. While in, so I just had to be in a relationship and there wasn't any other dick. And I liked him, but he loved me. But I knew he needed to go do things and party and live his life and do that kind of. And sure enough, I broke up with him. He got very upset and, and said, we've got to be friends. We still have to be friends. And then the next thing I know, he starts dating some older man who's a sugar daddy. And he got a belly button ring. Just for clarity, you were 19 years old. I was. I was. I'm kind of as codependent as I am. It's kind of amazing that I got out of that in nine months at that <laughs> age. Really. I kind of look on back that with the resiliency. Good for me. My relationships at that time with both men and women were short. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say that. Very short. Very, very short. It's fine. You were, you were. Which I think to me is a lot of health. It's very healthy. That's fine. Yes. Anyway. Let's move on. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky plain. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to talk about? The commercials. Oh, my gal, my lady, Jen Aniston. I'm so proud for her. Love her. I didn't know you were a super fan. Are you kidding? And yesterday <laughs> I, was her birthday. I did, I just, I'm a Lola V girl. I've, I've emailed Lola V like four times to tell them I wanted, can we advertise Lola V hair products? They blocked me. Um, I just didn't know you were such a, a Jen Aniston girly. Yes. I just didn't know that. Oh, I love Jen. Love her. Love her. Love her. brave. What a uh, stance. <laughs> I, she's, she's such a niche. I know she's, she's such a niche star. <laughs> well, I know she's she's really controversial. Just always, you know. <laughs> right. That charities that she does. Woo. Kids. Oh, yeah. Take dudes. Really divides she's people. Just, she's just really. Mm-hmm. She's just a character actress, really. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but I, I love that. The Uber Eats Schwimmer. one was really funny with her, really her and David Schwimmer. Um, the Beckham one was good. I think that was the same commercial. I thought it was two different. I watched it in two, so maybe it split it up on the website. So well, it was the same Uber Eats thing. Yes, but yes, but it was a yeah. different spot. Um, the 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 Cerave, the Michael Sarah for Cerave destroyed me. It was fucking hysterical. It was the, so I weird. I that one. Okay, I'll watch that one. I missed that Oh, one. It, was, it was like the best one. Okay, I'll watch that one. You just need to, you don't need to watch the commercials. Like, go on YouTube. No, I know, I know how to watch them. I'm a commercial actor. I always, I just didn't watch. I was catching up on Feud last night, so I didn't no, watch all the commercials. Someone needs, to, someone needs to do the work for their own work. Well, I plan on it, but uh, there's too many gay things to watch right now. There's just too much gay shit to watch. I'm trying to catch up on gay shit. Are you happy? Feud, feud is, what do you think about Feud now that you're 
Now, you, you haven't watched the last episode. You haven't watched the fucking black and white ball episode, which is no. in fucking credible because the Maisels are there. The Maisels are making a documentary of Truma Capote. The Maisels from Grey Gardens. And it's a, it's, a, it's a documentary that never got made, but they actually were planning to make a documentary with him. That was real. Ah. It never got made. I did not know that. Um, the depth of your the depth of your faggotry and knowledge is really impressive. It's un it's really unplumbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like I, my asshole. Like me, like a comp. No, that's been plumbed. Um, um, I, I'm, I, I, I like it very much. I, you know, I've had a couple of like they're mostly New York gays who are like writing stuff like, uh. The writing on this show is too contemporary. This is not how they spoke back then and blah, 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 blah. And I don't know. Maybe I, that's true, but I don't care. I think it does. It it does go a little farther. Most of the language that they spoke then and in the in the late 50s, early 60s, things were pretty coded about yes. still. But when we, once you got to the 70s, less so. Um, I, yes. My main note is give me to me more, more. <laughs> I need more flashbacks give of me, her. Give me more. more give me <laughs> more. Give me, give me more. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to be in flashbacks. I hope she is. I hope that's yeah. not all we saw of her. That, of her. that when she saw Truman across the room and just went over to him in those crazy oh. eyes. I love her. I'm, I'm uh, really excited for her to have a, to have a um, resurgence. I, no, but how can you not talk, talking about a few without talking about Naomi Watts? No, Naomi Watts is a star. Bit, she's gonna win. She's gonna win the Emmy. But she I feel like to. Naomi Watts has been more in the acting. Demi Moore has been. We haven't seen she's her. Gone. A lot she's gone. She's been gone for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Naomi Watts is fantastic in this role, and I love um, Diane Lane as Slim Keith, and I love Chloe Sevigny, and 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 uh, Ally McBeal and Calista Flockhart just being weird as Lee Radville. I that she's a performance I don't love. I don't think it's because I went through this period. I when I was in a book club, we read uh, what's it called? It's a really great biography about about Lee Radziwill and um, the the their mother, and then of course um, Jackie. Yeah, and what is it called? I need to look. It's a really great book. So anyway, I learned a lot about her, and I yeah. looked up interviews and things like her, and. Like Calista Flockhart was talking, I was like, "You just sound like Ally McBeal." Oh, okay. So I wanted, I, I needed a little bit more. It's Lee Radswell. She was a fucking prince. Like she did have an effectiveness to her speech yeah. a little bit, and she um, doesn't have I, that. Other than that, I was, I liked it. I love it. It's really, really good. I love how it's shot. I love the clipped Mid Atlantic. That they speak in. I uh, love the I love the quote. Her perfume has too much sandalwood for a face like that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> God, I wish we still talked like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I do. <laughs> oh, I'm. St we're still mean. Yeah, I don't know if we all talk like that. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's just called Jackie, Janet, and Lee: The Secret Lives of Janet Ochenschluss and Her Daughters, Jacqueline Ochenkloss, and Lee Radziwill. <laughs> you read the book, and you don't know how to pronounce Ochenkloss. 
No. Why? Just it's a name. Why? But am I going to fuck someone named Aachen? I don't care. No, it's just a really famous name, generally generationally. Okay. <laughs> I think it was covered uh, at school when you were in the bunker. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Oinky knew it. Yeah. Let's jump into the show. Is that it? I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, Miss Debbie. Uh, Julian, he, Ruben the Cuban made me feel like a teenage girl last night. I want romance. Like in the books and movies, movies are made of. I need I love the big panoramic assault of the senses. Can we, I need her doing a recreation of Katy Perry's Teenage Dream, but it's Debbie. (laughs) That's what I need. Oh, y'all. Oh. I mean, if you don't think Jake is going to grow up to be Miss Debbie, then you've got a big panoramic assault of the senses idea wrong about this. Because that's the kind of shit you're going to say. But a a lot less naive. Yeah, I think you'll be less naive. But in some way, I feel like, I don't know, I think... I actually think you're going to get less bitter as you get older. I actually think you're going to get... Not more? No, I don't think you... I think you're less bitter than you used to be. That's true. I think (laughs) as you get older, I think you're actually going to get kind of more romantic. Mm, Not looking forward to that. I think you are, though. Boo! Yeah, because pretty soon, once you have a colostomy bag, the only thing left to open up is your heart. (laughs) So, uh, she's nervous about telling Ruben the Cuban that Julian, Julian is here because Julian wants to meet him. Uh, I will say Julian really enjoys being on the show and you can tell cause he's, That's true. he's trying a little too hard and acting in some of his sequences. Well, and he, he exhausts me actually. He doesn't exhaust me because I kind of think we do need him. Otherwise, Miss Debbie is just too, it's just like an untethered. I think we do need him. He needs to take it down a couple notches on on screen. It's too much. Okay. He doesn't bother, but I can see that. Um, And he's like, he snaps his tag and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a full background check. Oh, that's just a guy who, yeah. No, I'm saying it's one thing to say it. But he's he's playing at it. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't feel real. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Ruben shows up in one of those three wheeled cars, which to me looks dangerous. Those seem dangerous to me. And he shows up wearing something like people people wear when they sell souvenirs. That is what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly like, what he looks but, like. Like on the pier. Mm-hmm. Yes, on the Santa Monica Pier. You buy a corn dog. Oh, they've got good corn dogs there. It's not like Disneyland, but they're still pretty good. I think. I seems like you, you, you are a. Seems like you're a. You know where the corn dogs are everywhere. You don't know about donuts in this city. Fair, and so this 
he is, and, and Miss Debbie says, he's wriggling his way around my heart, which is the strangest way I've ever heard someone being Twitter baited by someone. He's wriggling his way around my heart. Wriggling his way around my heart. Again, she just, she becomes more and more Edith Massey to me every single episode. You show me the clip. It's very, it's very spot on. Edith Massey from all the John Waters movies. It's, um, Rasha Shah. It's, it's, yeah, 100%. I see it. Um, yeah, if you, y'all, if you need, if you need to Google, just just Google Edith Massey in any of those clips, and you're, if you don't know who she is, your jaw will drop. <laughs> it's, it's pretty yeah. accurate. And she she's saying, uh, uh, Julian would like me riding in this, in this car, but that's none of his business. I'm captain of this ship. It kind of does feel like she's a rebellious teenage daughter. It does. It yeah. does. Anyway. And so he, she's like, I want to learn more about you. You know, I have two children, and they're overly protective. But Julian is here. And uh, and he's like, I guess he's going to interrogate. So I, I'm, I'm a little worried for him to interrogate me like a criminal. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, God, this is when they're eating, by the way. And we know that because does Debbie say a weird line while they're eating? She says, it's like a, it's a piece of Cuba in my mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Was that what was that for her? Was that uh everything feels like a young a young woman's erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. Yeah, um, it, yes. it's Rochelle Rochelle. It's all it's all like Debbie at sixty-seven years old is finally experiencing a culture besides her own. <laughs> it it does remind me, it reminds me of the episode of I don't think you watch this season. Because I don't think he finished the show, but of uh, of uh, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. No, when she I'm goes down to Florida on the tour, and it's like a whole different land. They're like, what is this exotic yes, food? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it. I'm fine with people experiencing other cultures and and saying, "Oh, this is very different." But there's something about saying it feels like a bit of Cuba in my mouth, <laughs> which I love a little bit of Cuba in my mouth. I prefer Don't it get me my, wrong. I prefer it in my ass, but I'll take yeah. it in my mouth. It's actually usually a lot, like a thick <laughs> bit of Cuban. Not, yeah, that's that's what I was really bothered with. You never really get a piece of Cuba. You get all of no, Cuba. No, you get all you, of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Woo! There's there's no there's no tidbits of Cuba. No, no. Mm -mm. Just mm -mm. a whole like a just a big mm, uh thick. Yeah. Just a oof. big plantain. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so we're going to see. He's going to meet Julian. Um, yeah, because he says, well, that's awkward that he's here, but we'll deal with it. And it's weird, but he's rubbing that, her hand. He's rubbing and, her hand. True. And that Wu-Tang symbol that's in his facial hair is still <sighs> bothering me. <laughs> All I can do is stare at it. It still looks like a disguise to me. I'm, I'm still not convinced He's not in a full-on disguise, and he's going to just turn out to be, oh, Shama! <laughs> <laughs> he just rips it off. Yes, he's like, Miss Debbie, he with is, his, like, wonky eye. He's kind of built the same way and thin. I know! That's what it's, it's weird to me. It's like, it's like he's Osama, um, who's, who Osama went to some local, uh, like, witch and said, give me an identity that's, that's similar 
to get Miss Debbie back. Yeah. And she went, yes, child, and turned it into Reuben the Cuban. Can you imagine when casting got a submission? They're like, hey, we got a lady from this Debbie and Osama, and then they see the picture. It was probably immediate cast. Oh, yeah. If I wasn't doing this, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would love to do casting for Jamie <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> it would be kind of fun. Oh, holy shit. Would I be. would I would scour I would scour the US. You've dated a quarter <laughs> of them. I already have. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe this guy is right for Debbie. In what world? He's obviously a communist plant. Well, she likes younger men and he is a bit younger and he's just um weird and artistic like she is. Yes. And by the way, sissies, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And I bring that up because through therapy, I've realized that some of my proudest relationships in my life took a little bit of work, and that's okay. Because sometimes someone, maybe that I'm friends with, is a little bit different. Why are you staring at me? No reason. Yeah, that's what I thought. But if I did talk about you with my therapist, I'm sure he would help me realize that even though you and I go about things very differently. Well, you'll go about things wrong. Differently. That we both still have the same goals. What? To marry an 87-year-old man whose children have mysteriously disappeared? No, to help people. Oh, yeah, that too. Sissy's therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships. So whether it's friends, your work, your significant other, really anyone. Very true. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. My own therapist has encouraged me to work through some relationships that, even though someone may go on and on and on about some ridiculous Oklahoma story, they may make life a little better. Sometimes. Wow. Just keep moving. And my therapist has given me tools to help me work on relationships where both people are involved working through the problems. So then I'm just not giving and giving to someone who is unable to support the relationship. Yeah, not familiar. God, you are so codependent. I know, but it's getting better through therapy. And sissies, if you want things in your life to be better, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Sissies, become your own soulmate. Whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealityGaze today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash RealityGaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondry's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com In Ukraine, Halloween was not a tradition. We had a tradition where we sit in cemeteries and remember dead people, but it's not the same. <laughs> I'm like, that's like every week, probably in Ukraine. <laughs> every week. Uh, I, I, I think she's talking about like All Saints Day or All Souls Day, November 1st, where mm. you do yes. go to the cemetery and, you know, see people. And I love that, but I love cemeteries. Me too. Um, I love them for I think for this they're peaceful to me and calming. I think I was a dark people. child. I, w- I was I was thinking about the dead. You wanted to get fu- you wanted to fuck <laughs> on a tombstone. Then I'm not going to judge you. I still or call wanna, up the ghosts. I still want to fuck on a Catholic altar. So we each have our things. Yeah, that, I don't know why that just feels really gross to me. <laughs> There's a naked man just looming over you. But whatever. Um, so before we jump into this, we just want to say uh, we want to just send our love to Josh. I don't think yes, he listens to this show. There was a his child is okay, but a horrible accident with well, one of his kids. His his kid his, his okay. His it's he's he was on life support for a while. He's doing better. Yes. Josh's son is doing better. The other person who was in the wreck, I believe, died. Passed, yeah, passed. Yeah, um, and I think he they didn't know if he was going to keep his leg or not. So so yes yeah, so. It was Even, a very, very yes. stressful situation. I think if you if you if you want to give money, there's a GoFundMe, I believe, for oh, okay. Yeah, we're, we're not going to post. We're not, not going to post spot, it. But, but if you um, search for it, Josh, uh, uh, is he Weinberg? broke from giving Natalie all the money to buy yeah. her house and yeah. a car? Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, that's horrible. So no matter what you think of Josh, Josh Weinstein, yeah, send him a little love. And for his prayers for he and his and his shit and the mom. That's a yeah. lot to go through. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure Natalie She's making it about her. We're still making it about her. <laughs> but then, um I I just kind of want Natalie and her mother to just can we have a show where they just visit weird like instead of diners, drive ins and dives yes. with, with 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 just Natalie and her mother just visiting Weird parades, state fairs, <laughs> and soirees with Natalie and Mama Natalie. With the, Please. But she's got to wear those glasses. Oh, she has to. She looks like I've decided what it is now that I've caught up on two episodes of it. She literally, she looks like she just walked out of um, Capote and the Swans with her hair. Yeah, but in the eighties, in like or like, maybe I think the, it's seventies vibes. Yeah, but less glamorous. She's like the key version of Capote and the Swans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what mm-hmm. was that? What, what would that be? Um, um, uh, it would be uh, Yuri and the Pelicans. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds right. Uh, so they are. In my <laughs> ideal world, people will be dressed like this every day every because day. you're a fucking Fruit Loop. Yep, and that's that's how. <laughs> yes, uh, the mother's so, like, "What a wonderful holiday! Oh, the kids can come next time. Hey, your kids, we can bring your kids here." Have I mentioned Natalie? You're childless. 
Your child. Yes, we have your children. Your children. We could we could have buckets and buckets and buckets of candy for your children. What's, your children. What's delicious about this is how mom manages to make it sound like a good thing while still making Natalie feel like garbage. <laughs> it it does, wonderful. It, I, I'm trying not to la- laugh, but y'all, if you want to know what disassociation is, just look at <laughs> Natalie's face every time her mother brings up. Opens gets, her fucking mouth. Really? She, really. Her mom talks and Natalie does that same thing that I say that Kalani does, where she just stares into the ground and is praying for a hole to swallow her up. Oh, but to see Natalie do that in the middle of this carnival fair with people laughing around Hysterical. her. Oh, uh, and they ask her, <laughs> the producer, the producers, the producers just gaslight the fuck out of her, too. Oh, and they it, do. it does make me feel a little bad. I no, can't. I don't. The thing about Natalie, though, is she she's she's a little bit like nickel in that she's so into herself. It's. Uh. It's yeah. that you you don't feel bad about mm-hmm. her them them completely sending her up because but they're she, never going to care about you the way no. you might start to care about them. But um, Josh, we find out she's like, "Where's Josh?" She's like, "Josh, she's been Halloween with his kids. I should be there. He doesn't invite me to his house." Um, uh, yeah, and so y'all, she's like, she's like, "We don't hang out like normal." The thing is, they have been seeing each other a year, and the fact he's like, he hides me from everyone. I understand why Josh would hide his kids from Natalie. <laughs> I understand that. I will say she said something later on, but it's a bit confusing. She says, I moved out here for Josh. And I no, went, you didn't. That wasn't clear. You no. never said that before. You said you wanted to move to L.A. to pursue acting. You moved out here to be in the movies. Yes. You moved out here to be a star. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Josh was a perk, and he was your sugar daddy. With a perk with nice arms and a decent dick. Yeah, it's a nice dick. It's a nice dick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and she tells, uh, she tells mom that uh, the Josh is being distant. He's like, oh, she's like, what's the point? If he doesn't want to marry you, I want grandkids and a family. If if he cared for you, he would give you that. And then she's like, you know, when you were in Ukraine. You were you were you were you were living with a man and he gave you a ring like your first husband. I liked your first husband. And now it all it's coming out in the wash. Yeah. And the second husband, the mom hated because he was a military. Y'all, she doesn't even talk about the second husband. I think this is the first sentence we've heard. The first husband, she said that would treat treat her nicely, but she's like, it wasn't a good fit. Mostly, probably because I guarantee you, the first husband had money. The second husband had some money, not as much as the first husband. The first husband kept her in a good life, paid for her mom to live, did all that, but he wasn't around a lot. Do you think? Because she was only 22 years old when she got married the first time. Yep, but I guarantee you she was kind of kept. He was business. He did every kind of thing, and she it wasn't a good fit for her. Who's probably older? Because um, Natalie but, needed passion. Yeah, and she ne- and she's fucking needy. Yeah, she's um, very needy. That's that. That's rule one of the Olga Pudelskaya school. Do no neediness. Be, no <laughs> neediness. Yes, you must steal yourself. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Like fallout shelter from Chernobyl. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 First Chernobyl reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, so, it's not. Not for us. Well, this today. Oh, today. Um, no, I've talked about Chernobyl yeah, a lot many, more. Many times, yes. Uh, no, I've mentioned so many disasters. Um, yeah. So the Josh, she, mother, mother again says, Josh has had an entire year to ask you to marry him. Find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> the woman doesn't mince words. I got to give that to yeah. her. And then she, Natalie says, uh, Natalie says, he's been leading me on for one year of my life. And I went, he pays for everything for you. Like, the, I don't think that's leading you on. It's an interesting choice of words because I can actually understand from her perspective why she thinks he's, quote, leading her on. Because if he's paying for things, she thinks that then he's very serious about her. Right. Yeah, and he, she thinks her version of of a relationship is leaving his family in the cold to pay attention to her yes. and not working a hundred percent. Now, could Josh probably make more of an effort to spend time with her? Yes, but he is a man child who is attracted by, uh, fancy watches. Yes. And he's in modeling fast cards. Yeah. And crazy pussy. Yep. That's so what he's doing. I will say this, Natalie, what you're getting now is kind of what you're going to get. That, I think he's giving you the, the reason why he's buying. This is, again, this is another rule. Maybe maybe Olga needs to make an appearance sometime. Because if a man's paying for your things, that that's should be love. enough. That's, that's love, love, darling. That, that's it. Like, that's the way he's going to show you yep. love. There's, o- there's only... Um, there's only one love language taught at the Poodleskaya Institute. Cash. Yes. <laughs> Natalie, take your money, take your house, take your little Fiat car, and go fuck a 24-year-old yeah. surfer boy actor in Venice. No Come acts on. of service. Oh, actually, there's gifts. There's gifts yep. and cash. <laughs> Those, those are those are the love languages taught. Those are the, those are the languages taught at the Bull Sky Institute. This is the American dream, Natalie. I know you've got it. Uh, later on, uh, she's like, "He's been leading me on, and he's not even spending Christmas with me." Um, and he says, "Because you haven't met my daughter." Now, this seems like an easy fix. But I think Josh is slowly realizing that the reason why his gut tells him not to meet, not to have Natalie meet her kid, his kids, is because you don't have your kids meet your crazy pussy. No, never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. You're yeah, never and that's a meet, that's a part of meet. his life. That he doesn't necessarily want to share with his progeny. And Poodle knows this because how many times have I'm you crazy pussy. How many times have you met someone's children? It's never intentional. They no. usually they usually show up. They usually the show up unannounced. Knows. Don't know crazy pussy. <laughs> they, they usually show up unannounced when I've filed an order about dementia. And somehow they know. Somehow they know. Yeah, the lawyer calls them. 
So fucking lawyers. Fucking um, lawyers. So anyway, she he uh, she basically says, maybe I made a mistake moving to L.A. for Josh. Again, not correct. Um, but she says, I don't know. Now, we get a little bit of, right? We get a little bit of them together then. Like, right? is it like some kind of yes. seaside something? Or, this and, is great. And she just walks right past him. And he's like, hey. <laughs> like a cyborg. Hey. Yeah. Just, again, just looking past him. But then she walks past him. Not looking at him in dead face like a side four, but then she walks in the other side and then comes back and smiles really big like, <laughs> hello. She's so fucking insane. <laughs> She's actually, y'all, I know we use the word crazy on this show and we probably, you know, we should or shouldn't or whatever. We call women men. We call everybody crazy. She's actually insane. No, she's batshit. She yeah. is batshit. Oh, and this is why she needs to be on Every season of The Single Life. I'd watch a whole year of this season. <laughs> I really would. Between Chantel, I, you know, now that I've, now, you know, the other thing about this show, I've said it before, but it makes, the show is, to me, is an indictment of heterosexuality. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> because to me, and it makes fun of this, these ideas where people are, are meeting and they have to pair up immediately and have children as quickly as possible yeah. or they will die. It's showing you that the binary is fucked up and doesn't yeah. really work. And it makes me people. feel better as uh, someone who plays on the other side of the field um, that I don't have to do this. And someone who is horrified and scared of commitment. Uh, I didn't say that, but um, <laughs> it's implied. Maybe. But this is the op this show is the opposite is. of of commitment phobic. These are needy fucking people like they need to be in a relationship like they need air. Yeah. And and they're talking about I need to find my forever person. Y'all just be date date people. Don't take it seriously. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's it really is like we're like this is it's it's like something from the forties. It's incredible, and I, and I think that they they think people get it, but it feels like sometimes I don't think the show uh, is 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 a is is looks at it, it takes itself too seriously, especially the single life, and it makes me laugh a lot. Shall we move on to to John? He's picking up, begging for the airport. Michael's. <laughs> um, I, again, I still think they've dated, whatever, a lot longer. But no, I, I understand why you say it. I just, I just don't understand why making it harder to believe would make it interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or making it, making it less, making it shorter would make it interesting. Mm -hmm. So he's going to pick her up. Is it my understanding she's only staying for one day? It sounded like that. Maybe with her kid and childcare, that's all Maybe. she can do and work. Yeah. So he, John's like, I've fallen pretty hard for her. And remember, and it's only been one week since she, he's been back yeah. from San Antonio. Y'all, he is into this woman. He is. and he It's said obvious. He, he could see himself moving to Texas for her. Because you see it. When he picks her up, he's so excited to see her, and he's kissing her. And Megan seems excited, too. never been out of Texas and never, never been on an airplane. 
It's, I think a lot of, not a lot, but there are people that haven't, and I think it's it. People don't behind the travel. orange Texas curtain. It's a privilege, you know. So, so, so Megan, she's. I'm like, really? She only one day. You're just gonna see his family. Like, you can't go fucking see a show in Vegas. <laughs> God, I think it's her daughter. Legends, she's never. Show. She's never left her daughter. Although either. Um, and Megan says, well, obviously I'm worried. You're just telling me what I want to hear. And he's like, why would you say that? <laughs> so they, he picks her up. They get to his house. She sees his house. I don't think his place is that bad. Well, it's temporary. I will say his dresser is his suitcase. Um, even though I feel like, isn't there a dresser right there? There is. Um, um that, but maybe that's full to her. Someone's stuff is in it. This, so. This is he's staying at his brother's and his brother's husband's house. Yeah, I think Matthew's his brother, right? Or I can't remember what the what the brother's it name. It bugs is. me that the gays are out of town and we're not going to get to see the hu- the hot husband and uh, and his brother. I just wanted to see Gay Shade, and I hope we oh, get yeah. to see it later this season. I don't know. They're off at the white party. <laughs> that yeah. was this weekend. That was this weekend. Um, so he's like, "Oh, the suitcase. That's my dresser." Um, and they're going to go out with Patrick and Thais and, uh, and, yes, and Matt and Carlos, that is their now, Matt and Carlos. now <laughs> y'all remember, uh, he says, I, the, he's like, it's important that family like who I'm dating because they, they didn't really like my last ex. Really I'm well. picturing the female version of John, basically like Amy Poehler in those Boston sketches. <laughs> like, yes. She's like, wicked hot! And she's just shotgunning a beer. Um, yes. Oh, I, I am, I'm imagining just Brandy from... Well, actually, <laughs> either Brandy. Either Brandy from any 90... Any friend Brandy from 90 Day would work. Someone, so, or Cl- Clayton's sister, or Ashley's friend Brandy. Yes, both Brandys. I think Brandy and John would definitely be a great couple, but it would be like leaving Las Vegas. It just watching each other drink themselves to death. Wouldn't be great. Wouldn't be great. But give me those cameras. That's that's yeah. what I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. God, Las Vegas. What a bleak film. Pat- I saw in the theater. <laughs> I, it looks sad. I didn't see Nicolas Cage and Elizabeth Shue. I, I know. I'm familiar. Did you ever see it? No. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Okay, so they meet Patrick, and Patrick is like, you know, this doesn't make sense to me. It seems a little physical. Um, Pat. So, but as Poodle mentioned earlier, the real star of this meeting is not Patrick. She did not come to to. She came with gloves on. Yeah, the shade rattle. Oh, uh, so she basically says uh, now <laughs> she, oh, doesn't, wow. she doesn't pull punches either. And uh, I wrote down also of all the all the places they could have gone in Vegas. They went to this shitty little bar, but I guess it's the only place that they would let him film. Maybe um, yeah. all the other mob bosses are like, cut it, cut <laughs> it. Not here. And uh, and John says it's it's scary. They're they're talking about him being a dad, and he's like, I could be a father figure. Sure, I could be a father. Put your tiny hand in mine. Uh, and they laugh and basically saying, 
John, Taya says, John's not the responsible type. She's like, guess what, honey? You've got a second child. <laughs> For sure. Two children. And Megan kind of looks like stunned. And Patrick's like, I just want you to know, I want you to be sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. And this is this is really shady. Said, it is because he says John has said he's never wanted to have children. And Megan's like, what? And pa- John's like, no, I said I never want to have a baby. <laughs> That's what I a said. Baby. I didn't want to have a baby. A baby. <laughs> And Megan's like, what? And And rightly, she's like, the fuck? Like, what is happening? Between having a baby. Um, so she could be a father figure, but he's not gonna doesn't want a baby. No. Um I just feel like maybe, maybe it feels a little massage that they were that shady with him. It does. Yeah. Because y'all, that that family is very close because they've had to be because of generational substance abuse. And if you remember those scenes where they were, the brothers were literally crying on each other and it was like excerpted from Goodwill Hunting. You know what the best part of my day is? When I'm going to think you're not going to show up. (laughs) One of those scenes was almost that. It was. It was great. And Patrick's actually really kind. So I don't think he would bring I, yeah, this that. That out. was the thing for me too, and it it, it felt yeah. a little massaged. Um, let's speaking of or not massage, but moving things around. Let's uh, let's talk about Tim real quick because we kind of already did it really mm-hmm. in the beginning, and uh, before we talk about Tyre, <laughs> before we talk about Tyre, um, Poodle, I want to ask you this. Because we've already done the theater. We really did the whole section, which yeah. is them trying to kiss. So there's not much. So I guess what I really want to ask about Tim is, Poodle, how do you get a guy to kiss you? When you're on a date with a guy, how do you let them know that you want them to kiss you? Uh, I have hints? never really given that any thought. I just take what I want. I just go in there. Well, here's the thing. Gross. It is obvious when someone is – well, if, if you really if, – if, okay, fine. If I'm not going to make the first move, if I'm not going to make the first move. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, if you want to be coy, if you're just wanting you, – All you have to do is touch them. All you have to do is touch them and then look at their lips and then look down. Um, and then you kind of lean in a little bit. All you have to do is touch them. Like it's, it's obvious. Touch what? Their arms or penis. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I'm not used to you putting this much thought into it. You, you don't even know what to My, do because you never wait for a guy to kiss you. What do you do? Just grab their face and fucking tongue them? My body has already communicated everything it needs to communicate. <sighs> wow. Let's just say that. God. Don't underestimate the importance of body language. Ha! <laughs> ha! Wow. <laughs> Um, All right, let's move on. Uh, so, y'all, this—I mean, that's—it's basically just Tim. Like, she she like, said the kiss talk? was great. She's like, I don't want to talk. Yeah, they kiss, uh, and I will say, 
they kiss and the kiss goes well. And then or Tim, I, I wouldn't have kissed him. As soon as someone like that date that I that I've talked about this, when I went on that blind date with a guy said he was working on an issue because he had really bad breath. And I was yeah. like, the as soon as Tim is talking about beans and all this, I'm like, I would be so turned off. I'd be like, you know, I'm good. Uh, I think I would do it anyway. Uh, wow. But just, you know wow. why? So I could, I could just say it was done. Because then I would think, how do they kiss? The curiosity would kill me. Oh, because if you then didn't kiss, then went on a second date, and they were a bad kisser, you would never forgive yourself for wasting Yeah, I wasted another date. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to get in there. Let's move on, shall we? Or you just look toward them and go, mm. Yeah. <laughs> like a fucking guppy fish. Uh, Ty Ray is trying to choose his outfit with his brothers because he's going on a date with Teresa, and they are taking a voodoo tour. I did the voodoo tour. It was great. And a lunch. Yeah, I, I did one, but not this one. Um, Didn't have this tour guide. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was a little different. Wow. Mine uh, was uh, a, a, a black lesbian. Oh. And it was amazing. Oh, I'd love that. She was she was dressed in a skirt that was had the slip. The slip was so was literally uh, you could you could almost see her ass cheeks. It was a, it was phenomenal. The confidence and power of black lesbians is something. Oh. Um, it's incredible. She was incredible. She was spectacular. <laughs> or just really lesbians in general. Yeah. Uh, they basically saved the gay community from AIDS. We just would have fucked ourselves. Well, they didn't save us from AIDS. They just made us more comfortable. But they, because, but they yeah. rallied around us and said, yeah. we've got to organize and, and start and, doing things. And, and they, were, they, were first, they, were, they were first on the front lines. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Women had to take care of things. Shocking. Sh absolutely shocking. shocking. Um, we are Tyra's talking about wanting the white picket fence. Remember, we have just met this woman. Woo! Um, and I was Woo. like, one thing at a time, motherfucker. Brother's like, are you gonna try to get a smoochie? And Tyra says, well, we. And it was so poetic. He's like, well, maybe we can look in each other's eyes and drift into each other's lips. And I went, that's not how this works. I, but it was so poetic. And I went, well, put that lyric to a ukulele and make a little song there, Tyree. That's just, that's not, it's not how it works. You, someone is giving you the signal. And sadly, he doesn't have the confidence yet to be able to pick up a signal. We also know that you don't drift into anything. You just grab them by the collar and force their face onto your mouth. So I think that's about it. Well, that, has its, that has its own sentimental I, romance. I've drifted into a man's lips before and vice versa. But, like, there needs to be a signal before that is what I'm talking about. Yes. There's, there's not just you're just leaning in together like the Titanic in an iceberg. <laughs> Wow. It, it's, it just doesn't it doesn't happen like that. There are signals wow. given from both both parties before I bet that. you've actually broken a man's dick before, haven't you? <laughs> God, just nothing soft and he, you're just nice and rough. <laughs> 
Well, again, there's a certain romantic <laughs> sensibility to that as well. Well, I guess so. Ty Ray says, my confidence is through the roof. And I went, well, you're delusional, but sure. No, you're, he's lying. He's, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's also not good, y'all, because this is New Orleans in the summer. <laughs> um, it is so fucking hot. Like, they said it was like, I, I guarantee it was probably 90-something. Y'all, the humidity makes oh. it feel like it's 110. And, it is oh. so awful. And when you're a bigger person, everyone's sweating. But then when you're bigger, there, there's these weird sweat things that just develop on Tyree's shirt. I feel sorry <laughs> for him. It's just, bless his heart. It's just gross. Uh, she shows up and she says, I just went on a swamp tour. So y'all... This woman's been in the fucking bayou, so she's already smelling she's, good, I bet. She smells gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we also have our tour, our voodoo tour guide, Ricardo, yes. who um, may, may have been a theater major. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. No. Couldn't um, tell. Couldn't anyway, tell. Anyway, both of them still have beads on. <sighs> Anyway, and so I, I still think that this woman was at Bourbon Street this morning before oh, the swamp tour. Hundred percent, sure, hundred percent. And she said, "You know, uh, talking to him is easy." And I was, what did I write? And I was something, vibing with him for oh, vi and I was vibing with Tyree for sure. They and gave her, they gave her five hundred dollars. I bet you, at least. Maybe it's New Orleans, so maybe like two hundred bucks because she just wanted to drink. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It doesn't this woman matter. Can't even pretend to be into him. No, but they're standing there. They're listening to this tour, and you know you what? Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time, uh, y'all. I think it's time to do another uh, New Orleans reality gaze theater. <laughs> That All right. Uh you know second line. I'm gonna play Teresa. Um I feel like Poodle is going to be playing the Tyre. tour guide. Tyre and, and, and Ricardo, the tour, the tour guide. Ricardo, the tour guide. And action. Okay. Is everybody oh, yeah. ready Ready to hear yeah. a story sure. of, 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 of all types of murder, yes. mutilation, and true crime, and voodoo? <laughs> Sounds good. I was, can you make this a little, uh, I don't know, <laughs> more romantic? No, I can't. Oh, don't. don't. Because oh. this is going to be a story that's going to chill your blood. Oh, didn't have that accent earlier when you spoke. I decided I needed to make more of a difference between myself and Tyree. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just meant the tour guide, but sure, yeah. That's what okay. I meant. Okay. What great. were you saying, Teresa? No, I'm just listening. Go ahead, please. Uh, voodoo. Anyway, when it's good. So tell me, how long have you two known each other? <laughs> we just met uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, not at all. I'm just but, uh, here for the so, oh. when he chopped up the body, 
and what? put it in. He was chopping, chopping. Uh, oh. Can we not? Can we not get into the gory? He cheated. Yeah. He drank the blood. Oh, oh. He drank it out of the dead person's head. Oh, wow. Oh. And when he was wow. done, I think this is uh, not really. Not, not really what we were uh, looking for, Teresa. Harry, I'm getting a little uh, nauseous. I was drinking on that swamp bus, and so yeah, I think just, we should just go, go. All right, this concludes this part of the tour. If anyone needs any questions, I am at uh, well, yeah, what's your at Mumbo hand? Jumbo Voodoo <laughs> Guide on Instagram. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, you can also, where are you going to be, I'll Just stop by and give you some free passes to some other things. You're going to be at that dinner, that little place over there? Uh, maybe. Can I get my purse back? I'll I find you, you. I know you needed it for a prop, but can I just get that Oh, back? yes. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Let me go into my fanny pack. Okay. okay. There, there's, oh, there's, there's a lot of things in here. <laughs> here you go. Um, uh, I'll see you soon. Soon. <laughs> let's go have some lunch. You know, let's, let's. Let's go. Oh, thank God it's AC in here. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> so, you tell me you just oh, got out of better. a relationship, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. Why? Suddenly I'm not cooled off anymore. I just got a little, yeah. I'm just, you know. So, tell of, me about yourself. Uh, you know. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm Tyree. Again, this, it's, it's Ricardo. I'm just oh, saying. That's a different accent again from you, earlier. Do either of you, uh, oh, enjoy Shakespeare? Because I'm doing a gender flopped uh, production what? of As You Like It. Uh, I just want a beignet. I'm Roger okay. instead of Rosaline. Do you get it? I'm Roger. Okay. It's oh, at right. the, um, the Rat Trap Theater. Rat Trap. Rat Trap. You know, I'm the company manager. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, so we have a lot. Here's, here's, some, here's some passes for free drinks. Oh, okay. um, it's $89, but okay. you're in the first year. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's very good. I can promise you. Um, it's, we're doing some extra scenes because we add improv into Shakespeare. Um, okay. but, um, um, so it's four and a half hours long. I'll see you there. It's tomorrow night. Um, just again, beignet. do you work here? So All right. I'm going to talk to you later. Okay? okay. Bye. All right. Um, so, but I'm, but was, I'm sorry. Just, I'm, just sorry. I, I, I I'm on a journey. Say, I'm on a journey, Tyree, right what's now. That, what's that And mean? I just need to figure out, you know, my ex was military. <laughs> what's he okay military you know and so i'm just figuring out on a journey kind of what what's uh, important to you what's, how, what what do you want to do uh you know um i just want to like feel out vibes with good people have good conversations and you know um but being in a long distance relationship that that would be a little hard oh yeah that'd be a little, hello again oh, okay. it's me uh, do you have my beignet do you do you do you people like improv nope no we're down uh, because the next night we're done at the Belly Laugh Belly Laugh Shack. The Belly Laugh Shack. Okay. Yes. Um, you get a free shrimp. Ah. Oh, if you come. Okay. Um, uh, I I and also I do Zoom coaching as well. If so, so if you want to do improv, I also oh. teach guitar, but I don't play it. I just kind of tell you how to do it. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. Here's that's, a flyer. Okay. Um, again, Mumbo Thank Jumbo Voodoo Guide at end, it's Instagram. That beignet, if you, okay. Honey, Bye. I don't work here. Uh, okay. So I'll see you later. Maybe. Anyway, before that guy was saying, I said, yeah, uh, it's. Yeah. it's but I, I would love to stay, stay in touch, touch Tyre. Ty, let's just stay in touch, Tyre, and we'll can just we see maybe how have goes. a. Can we maybe have a? I don't know a Zoom session where 
You know, we can take off our mm, take off stuff. And- you know, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go get my beignet. I really enjoyed this. Good vibes to you. Let's keep it. Find me on the Insta. And so I'm no, just going to so leave no kiss, you. Huh? I'm going to just, I'm going to go. I'll see you later. Don't worry. I have a feeling I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I'll see you later. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go to the bathroom and jerk off. <laughs> Tyree! <laughs> oh. And Ra- see. The Rat Trap Theater has some really great offerings. It does. <laughs> Belly Laugh Shack. It's Belly Laugh Shack. <laughs> great. Oh, boy. This guy was... I wrote... I wrote this tour guide was, what did I write? I wrote, he is giving the house down. Just These are my favorite people on the show. Yeah. They know that this is their moment. Yeah. And, oh, I guarantee you he has done a gender flopped Shakespeare. I'll be honest. I would have loved this tour. I love it when tour guides give it their all. I love it. Y'all, if you want me to tip you well, when a tour guide gives it at all, oh, man, I'm here for it. I don't think you would have liked – I think our sissies would have liked this, this true crime chopped up body. I don't I think you would – I don't think you would like the gore I, of it. I don't mind it in New Orleans because I just know that's part of it. I just yeah. kind of roll with it. I mean, yeah. my, my sister-in-law had me in a spook house on a ghost tour. In like at twelve thirty in the night in somebody's backyard in the middle of New Orleans when we went in someone's backyard. Literally, it was somebody's house. They're having dinner in the front of the house, and we're in the guest house on some ghost tour. That's the show. Um, <laughs> wow, that's the show, y'all. T- no one's Kyrie's never gonna get kissed. I I want to. I just want to tell his brothers to buy him a sex worker. It would be so easy. You get all those boxes ticked in one night. It's true. It's true. Ugh. In one night only. One night only. That's it. All right, everybody. That's the show. That's your episode of The Single Life. God, this was a like long this one. one. It was a long one, but. We didn't have an episode of 90 Days. It was a good episode, though. It was a good, good episode. Y'all, it is February 12th when this is, um, or the 13th, but Love is Blind, February 14th. It's coming out at midnight on Netflix. We will Six episodes are dropping. We will be dropping six episodes on the 15th at midnight, and we're telling you now, it's one of the best seasons of Love is Blind. It's really Agree. good. It's really, really fucking good. You can listen to the first episode of Try Before You Buy that will be available on our public feed. And then after that, if you want to jump on, it's at the $5 tier on RG+, Plus, which is available on Supercast, Patreon, or Apple Podcast. So be sure to listen to that. Um, other people are covering Love is Blind as well, so you can check out. I don't know where they are, but some of our sister podcasts. Who cares? So- uh, I think I know. I know um, Mary Payne is covering it. I know Bad TV is covering it as well. Uh, um, two uh, two black girls, one rose are covering. Are they covering it? it? Mm-hmm. They're covering Good for it them. As well. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's all there. I, I don't know if maybe Kyle and Kim. I don't know if they do either. I, uh, Have they? I know they did. They used to do it on their Patreon, but I think they did it like an update. Maybe they yeah. did it. Yeah, but I Mary Payne's doing it with Keisha, I believe. So. Yeah. 
All right, everybody. It's good this season. Really That's all good. I can say. It's really good. We're very excited yeah. to finally talk we, about it. We have both seen the first six episodes, and so... Yes, they are yeah. something. Whoa. 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 I did not expect that. All right, everybody. Go to reality. If you want more information on that, go to realitygaze.com, and that's where you can get all the updated information about that. Uh, tour dates are, some of you are asking, y'all, We're they so are, close. I are, promise you. We're literally just waiting on a couple. We just, we just want to announce them all at once. Yes, so. All right. So bear with us. and Please, please. Please. All right, everybody. <laughs> see you next time. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it. And until then, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, Google? Yes. And if you've ever said to someone your first date, <coughs> promise them won't stab you with sugar cane. <laughs> there was no second date. <laughs> and you can call, call us. us.